Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That feeling when you think you're boiling quinoa for dinner, but you're actually boiling steel-cut oats because you aren't wearing your contacts. Derp, Sarah. That feeling when you realize a bee has been chilling on your face, so you freak out a little and swat it to the ground, but then you find out later that it's totally good luck to have a bee on your face, and now you feel like a total jerk. Listen, listen. If bees on faces are good luck, I don't need it. Maybe I'm doomed. Can't have bees in my face, though. (laughs) Got some tacos, but they were out of cilantro. What kind of messed up universe do we live in? Can't deal. Have such a good day. Happy May Day, everybody, or May. Oh well, my it's actually gosh. the month of May. We will it not the reveal May. the day yeah. that we are recording this. But did you dance around a pool with streamers this weekend? <laughs> I was about to ask you, Heather. I'm like, <laughs> what is May Day again? It's like a flagpole thing with like streaming. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. I remember doing it as a kid. Like, I remember how yeah. fun that was. And there were like streamers and you'd run around the pool. I don't really remember. It was just like celebrating spring or something. But now it seems mildly it's creepy. It's a little too, yeah. It's like midsummer creepy. Mid- oh, yes. I was about to say that. <laughs> Which, I mean, as anybody who's listened to the show long enough knows, was my most hated movie of all time. But also most beloved something. at the same time in like a weird, contradicting sort of way. Well, I would not call it beloved, but I will say I watched it more than once just because I was like, I need to understand this better. Uh, but yeah, no, bad, bad, bad news. Bad yeah, news bad news for bears. people who love good news. <laughs> well, welcome to the show that is hopefully uh, good news for you. Um, it's the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. And, you know, we're all in this together. I, I feel like I have to mention that every few weeks or so. Just a friendly reminder that we are... Just in case are... you thought you were on an island. <laughs> we're, we are too. We're all on the island. Oh boy, are, uh, are we? Still trying to, <laughs> trying to figure, figure it all out. out. Oh man. Sarah, have you been, girlfriend? I've been good. I've been good. I've been good. Um, 
I actually, so speaking of living on an island, uh, which I, I often feel like I live on, you know, just cause I'm out in the woods, you know, at my little cabin kind of doing my thing and, and, um, I have my routines and, uh, it's, it's all fine and good, but, uh, I have, uh, it's it, weird last year zero weddings to go to mm-hmm. you know i usually go to a few weddings a year mm-hmm. just people in my general age group or you know getting married or remarried or whatever it is and um did not have to do any of that travel really for the past i guess couple of years you know covid related sure. in, in many uh, respects but uh two weddings two weddings that i'm i'm doing later this year one um is in july one is in october so neither are you know super close and i mentioned the uh july one in the past because uh, it's a, a good friend uh getting married um in ohio <laughs> and i'm trying to navigate like okay what may, you know when do I fly in? When do I, you know, fly back? Do I like try to like make it a like a vacation for myself? Mm-hmm. Is that asking too much of myself, etc.? And I I still don't really know. But what I have learned, uh, because I did a bunch of research over the weekend, is like you know where I was like, okay, let's take this seriously. <laughs> First of all, the wedding block at the hotel that I expected to stay at is now booked. Of course. Of course, you know, and this is entirely my fault because I was dragging my feet. So no issue. Uh, Another friend who's also going to the wedding is in the same boat as me. And so we were like, okay, we can like get an Airbnb and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, sleep on couch. Like we don't, let's just make it work. But we're both sort of dragging our feet on that too. It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm not going to the wedding. I will go. I Mm -hmm. will make it there. If I have to drive, I'll do it. But... (laughs) But uh, but it's like it's like I'm so out of practice. Oh, I'm totally. Like, I don't even know how to get on a plane. <laughs> My gosh, like I haven't been on a plane in so long, mm-hmm. and I feel like, you know, I'm you know looking up all the stuff online as I normally would, and I just like it's like I can't like click back into that that like travel Sarah place. I that know. I'm, like you, I'm really good at. I know it's riding. It's like riding a bike. I mean, once you get back and do it. Obviously, there's some elements that are gonna feel strange for sure. But I know what you mean, like in in terms of planning. I think, I think we're also somewhat overcompensating, or at least I am. This last trip I went on, um, which I'll talk about a little later, I I may have overbooked it, and I think like I am not totally. It's like I'm I'm rusty, so I'm like fully booking morning, noon, and night, and I didn't used to do that this bad and it's funny because the spontaneous moments where there's room for those those end up being the most memorable and best parts of the trip which is kind of funny it's true you don't put a lot of effort into those well and that's always been the case i mean i have i am definitely like you know if i'm like okay i'm i'm planning a trip to france Mm -hmm. it's like i want yeah like i want every moment booked Yep. And then when you get there, you're like some some of that you're happy you did ahead mm-hmm. of time, and some of it you're like, uh, now I'm like on a schedule. Like, why did I do that? Yeah, I mean, totally. And then you're, and then when, especially when you're doing meals, one of the problems I had on this trip was I booked this restaurant that was really hard to get into for a five o'clock reservation, which is a very early dinner. I realized sure. that early, I, early bird, early bird life. It was, it was either it. that or 9 PM. And I was just like, eh, I, I just feel like the, we could do the five. We'll have a light lunch. 
Of course, though, things go a little differently as you go through the day. You have a heavier lunch. You end up having lunch later than you planned. And then you're sitting down at the five o'clock reservation looking at the menu and going, uh, and being like, why are we hungry at all? Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, yeah, bites you in the ass. I mean, first world problems, for sure. Legit. But, but, uh, you know, (laughs) it's a struggle bus. It is. So, Um, wait, Sarah, when is this wedding? What's the date in July? Oh, um, approximately the, it's the weekend after the 4th of July, um, which is, so it's like, you know, it's just, just a weekend, but it does, uh, introduce a little complexity just because if you try to go there too early, all the flights are jacked up because Mm -hmm. of the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't want to like fly in on the fifth because that's like when everybody's leaving and it's weird. But I don't want to get there at like last minute because um, <laughs> I I don't know, like when I fly somewhere and like get settled, I usually need like a buffer day. Oh, just yeah. Just one. Totally. Give me a buffer day. I need to drink a lot of water. I get mm-hmm. puffy on flights. Like I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't like it. You know, I have to like you know, press my dress or, you sure. know, all the things. So yeah, we're, we'll, well it's funny. It I'm like, okay, where's fine. I, where's Ohio in relation to Iowa? Because I will be in Iowa about the same time you're going to be <laughs> <Heather>. in Ohio. <laughs> Look at a U.S. map. Of course. Good grief. You know what you should do? Mm-hmm. Just like to drive to Ohio from <laughs> Iowa and, and just like keep me company and then it'll be fine. Oh, I'm so going to do that. I'm no, I'm going to surprise <laughs> you because I know how much you like surprises. I'm going to just pop up. I'm going to be like, Hey, I'm gonna Heather, find Heather you. knows that I am not a fan of surprises. It's Anti not surprise. that like it's not it's not that any surprise wouldn't sure. surprise and delight me. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, like if someone's like Sarah, million dollars, I'd be yeah. like, Yay! Thank <laughs> sure, you. it's all relative. I'm not mad, not mad. <laughs> but but I sometimes get thrown off. Yeah. I'm a woman of routine. Yes, you are. And I you get definitely. thrown off a little bit by surprises. I hear and, you, man. You know, sometimes it's just, you're just like, I appreciate this. And at the same time, like, I'm not having it. I think it's that, like, it's like a shock when you're not in the mood for the surprise. Whatever the surprise is. Let's say it's a surprise party. And you're just in, you're not in the mood to be with a bunch of people. And then it ends up being well, this, you like, don't not expect a great, to be. Yeah, exactly. That's so maybe you're not prepared, and so it's that lack of preparation that makes it feel shitty. And but like, but like a pleasant surprise, on the other hand, yeah, it could, could be know. nice. It's so. I mean, it's so relative. I it mean, is relative. There have been. I've had two surprise birthday parties for me thrown in my life. One was when I was like in junior high. Mm-hmm. Where like you know, my dad had taken me out in the morning. I don't know. I don't even remember what we did. Probably looked at like keyboards or something at Macy's, and then came back and like all my friends were like surprise. Like as I opened my front door, I and like I told my parents later that day, like please don't, don't ever do ever that do that again. again. <laughs> like it's like I love my friends, but like that was so. Very what was the second stressful. one? I think I was present at the second one. The second one you <laughs> were present for, and it was the same thing where I was like, please just please don't do that to me ever again. <laughs> I love everyone that was invited. And they never will. Fu- <laughs> and, and, it was, and it was fun, but like, I just, it's just, it it's caught just you off guard. Much. It really did. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you kind of feel like you're like, oh, let me like shift gears uh, totally. to make sure everyone else is happy right now. And mm-hmm. that is just like, it's just not, it's not, 
it's not my jam. It's not your thing. And that's totally cool. You know, it's funny, the, the reason why I bring up, I know Ohio and Iowa aren't are far away from each other. But um, when <laughs> I first, far away from well, when I first met my boyfriend, you know, he's from Iowa. And I, not thinking that he was from Ohio, but I kept accidentally saying Ohio because they kind of have a similar ring to them and they have all these vowels. And so we are so California, Heather. Oh my God. I know. Just throw in the towel. I know. Oh, oh, I already have. I've thrown in the towel a long time ago, Sarah. Come on. You know this. I mean, there, there was, there was a point in, in, you know, and I mean, I played Carmen San Diego, U.S. edition. Okay. So I, I know my state capitals at the same time. I'm like, Idaho, Iowa, Ohio, uh, Ohio. There's another here's one the thing. that I'm I, forgetting. I'm really I'm like, good at I those. I don't know. Those yeah. capitals, I'm really good at too. I remember learning those. I loved that. That was I was good at it. And I don't. It's not like I I like really mistake those two states. It's just like my mouth would say it. Like it was like uh, it was almost like a my brain wasn't connected to my mouth, and I would say Ohio instead of Iowa. So it's sort of a joke between me and my boyfriend. I don't make the mistake anymore. I mean, years well, later. Well, and I would, but... I would assume if you're from Iowa, you're like, Ohio. Yeah, like, totally. Whoa. Yeah. Because like Ohio people are like, they're it's getting really like different. East Coast territory, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. not in Iowa. No, yeah. definitely not. But it's interesting because we're, I'll talk more about that trip once we get closer. But I am going to see a, a mutual friend of ours out in Iowa of all places over the years. I know who it is. Yeah, she's actually a patron and she her and i've been kind of chatting and like she's been out there she's she had a similar situation life event that happened to to me and is in iowa but she normally lives in brooklyn and so we talk a lot about like the we commiserate about you know the kind of getting thrown into like the country and you're away from the city and the culture and all this stuff and so we're totally pumped to see each other but over the years because it's been many 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 years since i've seen her and i think one of the last times i saw her was in new york and we were I remember I think I was wearing some stupid high heels and I was like tripping down her stairs when we were going out to dinner. But um, I, we've drunk talked, tard. total drunk tart. And over the years we've been like, I wonder when we'll get a, like a drink together and what city will it be? You know, will it be New York? Will it be San Francisco? Will it be LA? It's going to be Iowa of all places, which I think is I love so it. random. And you guys and are going to like listen to vinyl. Oh yeah, dude. And she has like this, so she has like a legit company now. It used to be a pop-up and now it's like a brick and mortar like I know. record I mean, shop. I follow, it's amazing. I follow them on Facebook yeah. or Instagram or whatever it is. It's like, super yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, Very I'll report cool. back. I'll take a lot of photos, but yeah, man. Whew. Yeah. Coming back from another, um, you know, like a five day or a five day trip, which I think is such a great amount of time to be gone because it's not like, it's not super quick. It's not super long, but you definitely are happy to come home. You're happy to leave, but you're like, it's refreshing coming home because it feels like it's been, you know, a chunk of time. Um, and totally. I, and I kind of came yeah. back to the beginning of a new month where it's kind of an uptick. Like, it's like, we don't have to put the heater on really anymore. It's like, you know, it's a <laughs> within 10 degrees warmer. Um, I still wear a hoodie or whatever, but it's not like it was before where I would be wearing three different sweaters on top of each other. But, um, yeah. you know, so this is sort of the season that kicks off from my my previous memories of the last two years where we do our after dinner walks which we did last night our first one it was the first inaugural uh 2021 after dinner walk it was so nice i bring my glass of wine with me and we we do a little tour of the property in 2022 oh gosh 2022 you know (laughs) 
Jesus. <laughs> oh boy, just let me a small uh, detail. Let me screw my head on straight. Hold on a second. I mean, listen. <sighs> the only reason I correct you is because I do this every day. I'm like, how old am I? What year well, is so it? It's so funny. Remember the last episode we talked about? I I was giving you grief about coming to visit me, and you were like okay, so we're going to do this 2022. And I said, I'll pencil, pencil you in. And in my mind, in that moment, it was next I year. thought you meant next year. And I'm like, why would you wait that long? You bitch. Like <laughs> I was literally thinking that I was like, why is she pushing it to like the next year? Yeah. Like she's like making it like really far away <laughs> unnecessarily. Like, what? like totally. what, what did I do? <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, it could be tomorrow. It could be. It could be. It could be. <laughs> well, well, um, just, you know, before we kind of move on to, uh -huh. you know, the, the various things we're going to talk about in the show, I, I thought I would like, I, 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 I would say to you, Heather, mm -hmm. in let's call it, you know, just a few short years ago, mm -hmm. I, you know, you and I were neighbors, you know, we obviously hung out in person quite a bit until we both moved to other parts of California. Yeah. And, you know, I was always like, I don't know how Heather takes so many phone calls all day. <laughs> you know, family, friends, yeah. doctor, don't care, whoever. You know, you're like, oh, God, take this phone call. And I was like, oh, my God, why don't you just, like, avoid it the way that I do? You know, I avoid all phone calls all the time. You know? I know this anyway, about you. And what's funny is, like, and the thing is, is, like, if you call me, you and better fucking if, pick up <laughs> and i would because yeah. i'm like she wants to talk yeah you know you like do, there's usually. there's you, you you wouldn't do it unless there was a reason sure my mom calls me same thing yeah i have a i have precious few other friends mm -hmm. let's say maybe three other friends mm -hmm. where if they call me i not only pick up but i'm happy to talk to them sure. everyone else i'm like uh <laughs> heads up <laughs> I need a heads up. You didn't text me. I'm not answering. Yeah. And like a FaceTime, like, are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah. No. So, so, you know, this is just, it, it's just, you know, it's some sort of privacy invasion thing. Yeah. That, you know, everyone has their own uh, degrees of that. And I guess mine is a little bit um, uh, on the higher end. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, uh, I, my, my voicemail if you call me, and this has been my voicemail for like, I don't know, a hundred years, I say, hi, sorry, can't take your call. If you'd like to get a hold of me, please hang up and send me a text message. That is the best way to get a hold of me. If you want to leave me a voicemail, you can. <laughs> Beep. You know, and it actually works pretty well. Yeah. You know, a lot of people over time have been like, oh, yeah, there's like no reason. Mm -hmm. But I also have friends who just kind of go like, yeah, haha, ha, I get it, Sarah. But like, I'm gonna leave you a voicemail, <laughs> and it's actually kind of cute, totally, in a way, yeah. Because it's like I know that they understand that I'm I'm just trying to be efficient. Yeah, I'm not trying to like. You're not, not trying to be a jerk. Voice. Yeah, no, certainly not. I'm just like for anybody who's like, if you're contacting me for something where like you need an answer or I have to do something or there's an action item, like let's just make this easy for everybody. Mm -hmm. But everybody else, it's like. Like for example, last night, I am um, I I missed the call, but I got a voicemail from somebody that I care about, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, oh, I like that voice, <laughs> you know, yeah, totally. like that's actually kind of fun, uh -huh. and I was I was happy to listen to it and and respond back. Yep, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of voicemails. I, I'm such a big fan that I never delete them, and so when people try to leave me new voicemails, I can't tell you how many times I get text messages. 
uh, or oh, notes your saying your voicemail is full. I mean, yeah. part of the problem is that I get these stupid spam messages, you know, from all around the United States and they, they stupidly leave a message. So my voicemail gets filled up extremely quickly, but I, I don't keep all voicemails, but I, I mean, there are some that still have like the dot next to it where I'm like, I haven't listened to that one, you know, from way back when. And I, I find it, I find it's never really convenient to listen to them or like you got to be in the right moment. But um, I've, yeah, I've saved a lot of, especially like ones from my parents, I've saved them so that one day when yeah. I'm ready, I can listen to their voices. Cause yeah, the voice thing is so much different than a text message. I mean, it's so much more vibrant, you know, and, and personal, so personal, but I, I I'm struggling with the, you know, trying to keep up with everybody though. Cause I think, you know, when, when somebody leaves your life, a lot of new people come into your life. It just seems like that's how it is. At least it's been that way for me. And so I'm finding myself juggling like quite a bit of relationships right now. And I, I, I just don't have the capacity to keep up with it all. Like I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I think because it's, it's been a, it's been a crazy couple of years and I, I think things will calm down, but I, yeah, I mean, sometimes it is exhausting how many, you know, phone calls you can get through in a day and how it can be tiring talking about things and, and Very updating so. people yeah. and, and all that. But I, I feel you. Um, I, I do really, um, enjoy a nice it, voicemail. And I have some friends that do the same thing to this day. They're not big text messages. I'm like, God, I haven't heard from her in a while what the fuck, you know? And then and then the next day I'll get like a really nice voicemail. And it's like, that's just her way of communicating. She's not, uh -huh. doesn't check yeah. in much on text. And yeah, everybody mm -hmm. just has their mm -hmm. style, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, um, it's funny, I, you know, you mentioned like text messages from loved ones, such as parents or, you know, people who have exited your life passed away or for whatever reason you know aren't around i mean i think about you know it would have been so long ago that i would have saved any like voicemail that i got from my dad mm -hmm. i mean he died in 2004. yeah and and yeah i mean we we had smartphones kind of at that time mm -hmm. and i'm sure there were voicemails but he wasn't really much of a phone person mm -hmm. um in fact every time i called the house he'd be like love you so much uh here's your mother yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> totally i just i'm i'm just gonna go in the background and you know hear about it later yeah. kind of thing um but yeah that would be something that i would cherish a lot yeah if if i could figure out you know how to how to get that back because yeah. a lot of it is it's so it's minutia it is it's not important but it but but later on it's like what's that what's that play the glass menagerie mm -hmm. where um you know like the kid dies and then looks back on their life mm -hmm. and all the minutia oh, of yeah. everyday life and it's just like oh my gosh no one living knows how much they love all these people oh yeah it's oh, like this is it anymore this is kind of leads into you know, talking about this experience I had this last weekend celebrating yeah. my mom. And one of the things that I mentioned in my speech was how much I miss talking to her on the phone about Trader Joe's. And, you know, everybody laughed. I mean, there, there was more to it. 
Um, but, uh, you know, she used to talk about like fun sauces that she'd find at Trader And me and my sister used to just roll our eyes like, oh, mom talked about Trader Joe's for 20 minutes. But like, I miss <laughs> it so much, you know, it's like, yeah. to, I would do anything yeah. to hear her talk about, uh, prattle on about Trader Joe's. But, but yeah, so another really wonderful trip, really, truly good vibes. And I spent a couple of days in San Francisco, ate lots of butter, a lot of buttery things, uh, good barrier coffee. <laughs> Saw friends. I made a Muppet. Uh, we went to a Jim Henson exhibit, and you were able to make your own Muppet. And you just like oh my gosh. a lot of fun things. Got to see all that the sounds really fun. All the real Muppets, you know, in their little whatever their little uh, structure was. Obviously, you couldn't touch them, but um, it was pretty fun to see Cookie Monster and and Grover and all those all those guys. Super fun, but um. You know, I had that that big lunch with my French family. You know, parlez vous. We talked about a lot of fun things in French. It was it was very very wonderful. We drank champagne like the fancy bitches that we are. Um, lots of just really <laughs> lovely memories. You know, I was sort of a bit nervous for Saturday. I mean, we were so busy the first, so I was there like Wednesday through Sunday. So I I, I built a trip around. We've been planning this party memorial if you will for my mom who passed away last year and we've been planning it this you know since january and uh it was this last weekend so what i did was i since you know we were kind of going pretty far south i thought let me just plan some other fun things to do before we get down there so the the last part of the trip was the memorial part which was in santa cruz um but you know we spent a few days uh before that just kind of, you know, enjoying life. And it was, it was really nice. We stayed in a hotel in downtown San Francisco and just, you know, ate wonderful things. And it was, it was very fun, had a lot of spontaneous moments. And, but when, you know, Saturday was kind of coming up quickly and I, looming. I yeah, yeah, it was looming. And I, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't really nervous about it. I just, I had written down some notes knowing that I was going to stand up and talk because, you know, we had a microphone. My uncle was the MC. You know, we had a whole plan. It was like two o'clock. We're going to, you know, family's going to go up. I didn't know who else would go up, but I knew I wanted to, obviously. And, you know, so I was kind of like writing, jotting some things down and I didn't want to get too too uh elaborate but i kind of wrote down some bullet points and and i wasn't i wasn't mm -hmm. really nervous to stand up there i just i knew that i had to be on you know i knew it was like this whole time was like more vacation mode and then i was like okay i gotta i gotta speak i yeah. want to speak clearly right. i want i don't want to have a job to do i had a yeah. job to do exactly and so just before the memorial <laughs> Speaking of Trader Joe's, I popped into to Trader Joe's to stock up on some spices <laughs> that I can't get up here. It mostly umami. They have great umami, <laughs> and uh, normally I'd have to buy it on Amazon. Anyway, so I, I run in there real quick, <laughs> and I'm on the phone, and I I feel this like kind of like a tickle like in between my eyes. I have like my sunglasses on my head, and I'm I have my phone on my ear, so there's a lot going on, and I I kind of feel this tickle, and just like whatever. I felt like it was my hair because I have bangs. And then I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, this tickle was going on for like a couple minutes. Didn't think anything of it, but like it just being my hair in my eyes, you know? And it took me a while to realize that it was a bee. A bee was sitting on the bridge of my nose, like in between my eyes. And I was in Trader Joe's and I just like, I was, I, I was a little freaked out. I was just like, oh my God, this thing's been crawling on me for the last, you know, however many minutes. And so I 
flicked it off my face, fell on the ground, which is like, whoa, I cannot believe that thing didn't, didn't sting me. And so this was right before I, I went to the memorial and my boyfriend sent me this, this really cool thing. It was, it was sort of a, a screen grab from the internet because he, I was, I was kind of like, God, I hope this is a good omen kind of thing. And he, he wanted me to know that it was. And so basically I'll read it to you. It basically said that bees are attracted to like, well, real feminine power, which is a little hokey, but, and will land where they yeah. feel safe and protected. It's and like, that, it's like, okay, Xena warrior princess. Yeah, I know, totally, totally. And I take it with a grain of salt, but I, but I liked, I liked the later sure, part. Yeah. So it kind of makes you feel better. Yeah. So it's like, incident. they, they say that bees are sensitive to vibrations and they won't go near chaotic energy, which I probably was kind of chaotic, uh, you know, rushing in there and getting my spices. But if a bee chooses to land on you, they have decided that you're a safe place to land, you know, and, and that it's supposed to kind of allude to the fact that you are feeling confident and, you know, you are graced with the presence of a bee. So it's like a really positive thing. And it was just like a really cool kind of, I thought it was maybe a bad omen, but it wasn't. And the event mm. ended up being so lovely. And it was, I, I had never really, I guess, wrapped my head around the idea of, you know, a lot of these memorials are often called celebrations of life. And I guess I never really, I never went to one. I never went to a celebration of life as, as far as I know. I mean, my dad's was, I guess, on some level. Um, but it was such a happy event. I mean, it was the way we planned it. We, we did it, me and my yeah. sister, my stepdad. And it, it, it really is all about like your outlook. And so we knew that my mom would want a, like a lovely day party with like some live music, hopefully some great weather with her art, you know. And so we, we essentially created a day that we thought she would want to attend. And it and I felt like that was such a good way of looking at it because, I mean, literally I, there were so many moments where I would stop and, and it was such beautiful 75 degree weather. Every, I mean, it was really, truly, it felt like you were at a really fun day party. And we had yeah. this video running of her, of all these photographs that we made. And it was exactly a day that she would love. And I had to remind myself that, wait, we're attending, this is a memorial. Like, you know, I, I saw family members I hadn't seen in 20 years. Uh, my best friend came and spoke and it was just, it, it was all very like, you know, tears of joy in a lot of ways, you know, as opposed mm. to, to sadness. And, and I knew that, that this is exactly uh, the day that my mom would want. She would want us all to enjoy her life and, and, and praise the life that she had, that she was a wonderful person. And, you know, we celebrated that. So it was, it was truly something that can be so sad and potentially morbid wasn't it was yeah. you ended it kind of on a high note you know and I, I just I mm -hmm. like that I, mm -hmm. I I like the whole concept so yeah yeah I mean I I I'm so glad um and I I get weepy about these things so I'm not gonna cry I know but, um <laughs> it's okay it just you know it just it just it's just hard you know it is hard. Stuff is hard but um yeah, I, I I think about this a lot. Like, I remember when my dad died. Uh, he like never wanted to be buried mm -hmm. until he was actually like looking mortality in the face mm -hmm. and was like, "No, I do, I do." Okay, because I want y'all to go to a place where you can visit me. Yeah, uh, you know. And my mom and I were like, "Okay, 
I mean, it's honestly like we don't even care. Like whatever you want, sure. You know, that's that's all we want is what you want. Um, and you know, so that was something that I didn't really deal with until I did. You know, kind of at the very end. Mm -hmm. But there is a place that I can go mm -hmm. and visit him, and it's for me. It's not for him. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's no longer of this earth. But um, you know, and my mom will eventually be next to him, and it's kind of like. It's like, I don't know, I, I, I think that we all, you know, before somebody that we love very much either passes or is about to pass, you have a lot of feelings about like, what, what is best for them? Sure. You know, yep. and I think in your mom's case, it's like she wanted a fun party. Yeah. Like that would be, that would have been like her at her happiest. Yep. And it's so great that you gave her that. Yeah. I know, I know. It felt really good. It felt really right. It felt so right. Like this is, I mean, really, it sounds weird to say, oh, we had such a great time at my mom's memorial, but it was exactly like what it that, should have been. Yeah. It's like, if, if that is that, if that's the good energy that you're putting into the world, mm -hmm. then, you know, then you did her right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And a lot of, I'm getting a lot of notes from people, you know, they, this was just sort of the concept that we had, you know, let's, let's do it this way. You know, I, I, like I said, we had this little live trio, you know, little band that was so good. It was like so good, um, like a stand up bass and very lively. And, you know, we had this beautiful video that my boyfriend made, um, that people like sat down and watched and, and, you know, we had this like taco truck and it was just, it was very festive. It was, it really was so really her at the core of like who she was as a person. And, and so, but it's interesting because now it's kind of like, wow. So all, it's like all this hubbub, you know, there's been so much hubbub and it's mm -hmm. all kind of like over, you know, and it's like the first of May yeah, and it's yeah. just like, feels like a new chapter, you know, again, like all these new chapters, all these, like the cycles that we go through, it's fascinating. This is like well, a I new mean, beginning as, in uh, a way. Uh, and you and I, I think you and I are pretty similar in the way that like, if there's something that has to be addressed, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, throw yourself into that, get it done. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, when anybody passes away, a lot of that is like busy work. Yeah. Like, okay, like what, you know, like what are the things that we need to deal with? Yep. And so you kind of go like, I care, I care, I care, but I'm going to defer some of that like feeling of caring sure. until I can like deal with it. And sometimes that's sometime later. And that is also hard. Exactly. It really goes in waves. I mean, all of it does. Cause you, you know, when you, when you're busy and I'm a pretty busy person, I mean, I've got a lot going on every week and it's, it's, makes it actually easier when you are planning a party or you're, you know, you're in the midst of doing a million things, you know, you, you tend to stay afloat. You just stay above your, your darkest thoughts and, um, yeah. you know, so, but it'll be really interesting to see, I don't know how everything sort of shakes out, you know, if we, if we stay up here in this Pacific Northwest location, like what we end up doing, I mean, the, the world is our oyster in a lot of ways. So, and that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's, it's cool. It can to feel be exciting. Like there are options. Yes. Yeah. You know, like you never, you never don't have options. We all have options. Well, I mean, it, it depends on, you know, it's relative your situation, it? but I, I like to think, um, that we all, you know, have options. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of options, uh, sometimes 
once a week at, at you know at, at minimum <laughs> i take my dog to the beach uh-huh. and i don't live far from the beach talked about this a million times before it's you know 20 25 minute i guess if i'm kind of cruising along you know with my coffee in the morning um and i always take otis in the morning because nobody's ever there mm-hmm. in the morning so you know some like Places that don't really allow dogs off leash, beach, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They're either not there or they kind of just, you know, turn a blind eye. So we were out there this morning and it's funny because when I walk with my dog, which is often every day, you know, I'm, I always, I'm like, okay, let's put on a podcast, something I want to listen to anyway. And then like, you know, if the podcast is like 90 minutes, I'm like, yes, okay, I'm going to be walking for 90 minutes, you know, like, and I'm like happy about that. I do not do that at the beach. Mm-hmm. There's something about it where I'm like, I just, I don't want to listen to anything. All I want to hear is waves and quiet. Mm-hmm. And it is the most meditative, you know how it is. Oh yeah, we, you, you live, live on, on the beach. beach. As well. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it just like, if someone was like, please listen to this podcast right now, I'd be like, can I please not do that? <laughs> don't want to do that I beg you don't make me do it in the car on my way home kind of thing yeah but but uh I uh you know it's we're we're recording this on a Monday and you know Mondays are sometimes like not my favorite day just because I'm staring down a lot of stuff you know that I gotta do and maybe I could have done over the weekend but I didn't Mm -hmm. you know just eat burritos and napped instead and (laughs) Um, you know, this Monday was not like a particularly bad Monday, but, uh, I, you know, woke up in the morning and I was like, all right, we're getting in the car. We're going to the beach. Mm -hmm. You know, like we, we need this. Mm -hmm. We need to just like breathe salt air and pee on the sand. And that's what (laughs) we're doing. You know, and it was so great. I it assume really you're was. referring like, to Otis the dog. <laughs> yes, there's actually a, a a perfectly fine porta potty that I use when, when I'm when I'm at the parking lot at this particular beach. But uh, <laughs> I'm definitely not peeing on the sand. I mean, unless it was an emergency, mm-hmm. um, has happened before, but not recently. <laughs> but I'm um, just like, I don't know. It, it's like it's hard to explain how happy, and I know there. People in the audience who kind of go like, oh, I love the beach. I miss the beach, you know, or, or I don't live near a beach. And so I'm certainly not trying to like pile on like, oh, you should live near a beach. Like you can live near wh- wherever gives you like serenity and peace of sure. mind. For me, it's the ocean. Yeah. I mean, I could be having the worst day of my life. Mm-hmm. And I just, if I drive out there and just like walk around or maybe run, sure. you know, do, do a little jog, whatever. Yeah, like throw the ball for my dog for a few minutes. Like I am so much better. And I truly believe like it's like it's the fresh air, oh, yeah. something about that salty air. Mm-hmm. And and I just like I like come down off my mountain and then I'm okay. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean na- I, nature heals. I think we've talked about this a lot, yeah, but yeah, very when, much so. when I feel when I feel that way too. I mean, sometimes I kind of can't leave the house for very long at certain days on Mondays in particular, but yeah, I'll just look out the window at the ocean and watch the birds kind of flying around and the wind, you know, blow. And yeah, it's like everything's okay. Everything's fine. You know, everything's wonderful. And yeah, it's, you know, you got to you gotta kind of ride those waves and yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. But um, <laughs> I, I hear you, man. I mean, I, I need to probably, which is one of the reasons why I'm really looking forward to getting a dog 
is because it will force me to go outside more. It's not that I, I'm definitely not a shut-in. I, I go outside a lot, but I like on mornings when I'm really slammed, I'm just like busy, busy. And I'm like, oh, I don't have five minutes, but you know, you do. You got, you got five minutes. You can carve you out do. five minutes yeah. to take your dog for a walk, right? That's because you have to. And I know it'll yeah. force me to uh, go to the beach more, run around with my dog. And I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. I And I think, I, I, I mean, believe me, I am over the last three years a person who was like, oh, my gosh, I got a big dog. What did I do? This was a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. I can't fit this into my life to be like, okay, well, I'm going to feel like a little put out about this, but I'm going to fit this into my life. And now I'm like, you can't even imagine. Why did I ever, yeah. Like, why did I ever not want this? Isn't it funny it how It makes that me feel good. Yeah. You know, like to like, you know, when Otis the dog goes into the car in the morning and like, I don't say the B-E-A-C-H word mm-hmm. at first, you know, he's like, oh, I don't know. We could be going anywhere. And like, maybe we're going to Safeway or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, the coffee shop. And then it's like, as we get closer and closer to like beach territory, he he's gets like, so excited. Oh my gosh, he's so excited, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And it it really does like Heather. I would not be going to the beach once a week just me alone, even though I love to jog. Yeah, like, I could jog much closer places mm-hmm. around here, and it would just be easier. Yep. But but like it does it, like it kind of like tests your limits of like okay. Uh, do I really have time for this? Mm-hmm. And then you realize I do. Yeah, because totally. I care. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm looking forward to that. And I actually had a a little bit of a breakthrough over this trip with, uh, you know, we've been talking about this on the show, but um, you know, it's been it's been tough to pull the trigger on the dog thing because we already have a dog, uh, Frank the dog, mm-hmm. and this is my boyfriend's dog that he's had for like oh, coming on like 15 years now. You know, mm. so he's getting to be an old man, but you know, uh, Chihuahua Terriers do, can live, you know, till uh, like 19 oh, like or 20. To, like to, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, and, and I want him to live forever. I mean, I, I want Frank the dog to be with us forever. Um, but I, you know, we, we had a nice conversation about, you know, the situation that like, I'm not going to wait a couple years and that, you know, it could be like a really good thing for Frank. We don't know that yet. And I won't be hasty, you know, we'll make sure that it's right. There, there will be a dog that comes along. It's not going to happen in the next four months because we are traveling. You know, I'm going to wait until, <laughs> and then of course there's going to be another trip and then another trip and it's never going to be convenient. And, uh, but, but anyway, I think we, we broke some ground and, um, you know, I continue to fantasize about, you know, my, what are my top three choices for a dog? And I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm, it'll be, it'll be a good day and know that that dog will come to me and it'll, it'll all make, everything will make sense. It'll all come together. So. Well, as you know, I am pro boxer. (laughs) Uh, when it, when it comes to dogs, Heather, I know you have your other, you know, breed, uh, specific Uh choices, but just saying. Boxers are very cute. I love boxers. Just saying. And you know, it's, it's really, you know, it's really funny because I, I, I do love a lot of dogs, so it is going to be hard to narrow it down. I think what's going to happen is I'm going to start looking at dogs and I'm going to fall yeah. in love with one that I might not think I would have in the beginning. You know what I mean? So it, it's going to be an interesting Absolutely. process. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not planning on going to like a breeder and getting a, um, you know, I would like to get a mutt of some kind. I want to save a dog 
that's that's important well, to me there are so. plenty of them out there and and you know i mean this is also a story i've told uh but not recently <laughs> i mean when i when i adopted otis who was a mutt he's a boxer great pyrenees i mean cutest dog you've ever seen but i mean just somewhat of an unusual combination mm -hmm. I was at a rescue center to adopt a German Shepherd named Matilda. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And you like, wanted a German Shepherd. Well, I I wanted her. Like I thought I wanted her. Yeah. You know, I you know looked her up online and was like, oh, what a cutie. Let's go see her. Mm -hmm. And while I was there, I was just like, well, I mean, let's hang out with you know a couple other dogs because mm -hmm. I made the trip and everything. You know, because it was like at like a like a pet store, you know, like a Saturday event type thing. And, you know, after I saw Otis, I was like, it's over. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't even know I wanted him. Yeah, totally. And now I can't imagine, yeah. like, having any other dog. Yeah, totally. I know it's funny how that, that kind of stuff just falls into place. And you were, yeah. and when you first got him, it was really hard. It was such an adaptation and... You know, you, it was, you yeah, pushed forward. It was, it was, it was life disruption. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, big time. Yeah. And, and, and it, I adopted and now I wouldn't want it the other way. Mm -mm. No. In fact, even when like, I don't know, I mean, I, you know, luckily I live near my mom and so she, she'll, she'll take him for an afternoon, you know, all the time if, you know, I'm doing something where, you know, dogs aren't appropriate. And it's like, as soon as I drop him off, you know, it's like, thanks mom. See you later. And then as I'm driving, I'm just like, I miss him. Mm -hmm. totally. <laughs> it's so weird. It is weird. It's like how people talk about their children where you're like, do you really miss them that much? <laughs> God, like, don't you just want it like a, a day by yourself? It's like, yes and no yeah. also, you know, because you just get so used to you it. You do. Totally. It's so true. We're very highly adaptable creatures. And uh, yeah, and, and apologies if we repeat ourselves uh, too much. Uh, repeato girls we are sometimes and uh yeah let us know if we're like talking in circles all of these these episodes well, somebody could also be a new patron this Heather, is true and they this haven't is true. heard all the stories before you're right this yeah, is true you know the best stories are those worth retelling <laughs> this is true so sarah <laughs> as we talk about uh almost every day uh after we you know share our wordle scores uh we always talk about how much happens in a day just all the things. Every single day is packed uh, with stuff, with plans, with our with our routines. And I, like I said, I went on this little trip and I kind of, you know, I packed in a lot of activities, took a lot of photographs and, you know, made a lot of memories. And normally I, you know, I'm a pretty, I don't know, I feel like I have a history of being on social media. And I think back in the day when social media first came into our lives, I was kind of an early adopter and I always loved the old Instagram. I always liked to express myself with a photo and hopefully a funny tagline or, or, or a thoughtful tagline. And I, I really do notice my online social activity has waned a bit over the years. And I know yours has too, Sarah. And mm -hmm. I, I just mm -hmm. used to post a lot more, you know, it's just sort of a thing that you get trained to do because everyone is sharing. You feel like you should share in your own way and you're part of, mm -hmm. a, of a cultural movement. It can be fun and satisfying, blah, blah, blah. But you know, social media has changed a lot in the last, you know, it's changed. It has to change. It, everything has to evolve. And and so I'm, I'm on this trip. There's, in fact, my, my boyfriend got this cool new kind of like refurbished uh, Polaroid camera that 
is is old school looking. It's really, really a cool piece of uh, machinery. And we were messing around with that. So we have we have all these fun photographs. And I was like, man, I, you know, I was like, I have friends being like, how was the, how was the weekend? How was the trip? And I, I, I get, you know, sometimes people are like, well, I haven't seen anything on Instagram. Like, you know, I haven't posted anything. What, what how did it go? Oh, what, what have you yeah. been up to? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like every time I'm like, I should post something. I've got these great photos. And then I'm like, either I'm just been busy. And then when I'm not busy, I just want to close my eyes or I'm talking to someone and I can't be on my phone or, or whatever. So it's just whatever reason it is. It's just, mm-hmm. I've gotten sort of out of the habit and there's some things about it that do sort of rub me a little wrong these days. Um, and we've talked about this before and I, I don't love the pressure too of nowadays. It's a lot more like a branding, like branding yourself, promoting yourself, like hustling to stay relevant. It feels confining and exhausting when originally it was a lot more just fun, you know, fun to share a cool picture or whatever. Anyway. So my point is, is that, you know, I have all these, these great shots and I want to, I, I will probably eventually make a mat- meticulous slideshow and, and, you know, about, we went to this arcade and played air hockey and did all these, like these really fun visual moments. Right. I mean, I mean here, like dumb question, yeah. Heather, but like, why is that fun night something that you feel compelled to share with anybody? You had it. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm, that's kind of what my point, it's not that I feel it's not that I totally feel that way. I just, it's like, because we have existed. Uh, it's other people's behaviors. Yeah. And it's like where you start to feel like, oh, I'm supposed to. Yeah, I'm supposed to. Exactly. Because I, I know a lot of people who I'm amazed at people. I have some friends who post literally like every minute, like or so. It's like a play by play kind of like, how do their fingers move that fast? And to me, it seems exhausting. I'm just like, sure. I don't even yeah. know how you do it. Like, that I can't, that's not my style. And so I, I feel like in a way it's like this weird thing, you know, I got home yesterday and I'm like, oh, what a wonderful week, you know? And sure, you can say that to people. Yeah, I had a great time. And, it, and in a way it's like, if the tree falls in the forest, you know, if you didn't hear it, did it really fall? Of course it existed yeah. with you because it was what you did and you have the memories, but it's like, did it really exist? Feels almost like it didn't exist unless I make a post of it. So there's a marker in time and like a marker online. And it's just, it's an interesting feeling. And I wonder if any of you all feel this way out there. I don't know how prolific some of you I follow on Instagram. Um, I don't know, like I said, I'm, I'm not super prolific. So I probably miss a lot of your photographs, but it's also kind of fun to keep it to yourself. There's something really precious about keeping all of that to yourself and i'd just be really curious to hear uh how you guys feel about this email us at hi at have such a good day.com and sarah how do you feel about this this sort of feeling of like did it exist well as somebody who's been you know obviously prolific online and you know social media and you know even pre-social media it was mm-hmm. like you know this was my whole thing you know i really leaned into that a lot and there are certain things like even i don't know if you if you go to sarahlane.com, I've <laughs> stripped pretty much everything out, you mm-hmm. know, keep it simple. Here's what I do for work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's how to email me, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have in the past, like overshared so much <laughs> of my life. Yeah. And, you know, like, I don't even like give myself, uh, like I, I give myself a pass for that. You know, it's sure. like lots of people it still do to this day, you know, and, you know, we're all... Tr- trying to navigate life but like 
that is not what I'm interested in doing now. Yeah. Some, you know, some people know everything about me. Well, nobody really knows everything about me, but like, you know, the people who are closest to me know me very well. Mm -hmm. And everybody else, I'm like, I don't, I don't get that. I also, I mean, there are certain things about, you know, again, social media and like, I'm being slightly unfair because I don't know them, but like the kind of, yeah, the person who's, you know, every lunch, every, you know, baby photo everything's perfect Mm -hmm. oh flowers in the background oh look at that nice sunset you know and I just kind of go like nobody's life is like this (laughs) so like whatever you're doing right now Mm -hmm. I feel like what I'm getting back is like you may not be all that happy as a person yeah and that's not exactly fair because Mm -hmm. I don't always know but like there's so much of that going on that I just I find it exhausting it is exhausting I think that's part of it is just I I want, it's not that I don't want to share. It's not about that. It's, uh, it's more like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. There is just, the whole thing is exhausting. Anyway, email us. We want to hear what you have to say. (laughs) We care about your thoughts and your feelings. So let's, uh, we sure do. Let's chat. Yes, let's chat. Uh, speaking of chatting, uh, real quick, we did get a new patron. That patron, um, well, a- actually, we already had Henry as a patron, but Henry upped their pledge. Woo, thank woo, you Henry. so much. Henry is thank the man. You so much. Thank you. We thank you. could not, we could not thank you more. Patreon.com slash have such a good day. Write it out um, is where you can find out more about how to directly support us because we want to be directly supported by our patrons. Um, and we did get a couple real nice emails. Um, so I'll read the first one, Heather. You can read the second one. Sure. Uh, first one comes from Chase. Chase says, just wanted to say I really enjoy the show and I listen to it when I'm coding or just relaxing. One day I'll be able to sign up for the Patreon. Keep making great content. That is so heartwarming. Yeah. You know, I was talking to uh, my boyfriend the other day about he can't listen to voices like like a music or a podcast when he works because it's oh, I can't either. too distracting. But I'm curious about the yeah. coding because I guess that's a little different. You know, I don't know what exactly you're coding, Chase, but um, I love that you find it or you find it relaxing. You listen to it while relaxing. And that's very cool. It's very cool. I've 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 worked with enough um, engineers uh-huh. um, to know that there are many ways to get Zen when you kind of have to be like in that mode. Yeah. And like that mode is just like hardcore like numbers. Oh, yeah, totally. Basically. Um, and yeah, so Chase. Thanks. Thanks for bringing us along for the Yeah, and thanks thanks for reaching out. Uh, And we got a note from Jake, um, and this is referring to our last episode. And it was the episode that I was talking about, sort of, do I become a director or or do I just enjoy listening Mm -hmm. to director commentary and watching movies and deconstructing them? So he writes, uh, I totally get where you're coming from, loving the idea of being a director versus the practice of it. I buy a lot of movies specifically for the special features just to know more about the films I love to watch. Commentaries are especially engrossing for me whenever a director is giving their commentary on the film they made. I listen to every word like it's gonna be on a school test. I don't think I could be a director with all that is asked of a director. I just find it too intimidating. I much prefer to sit back and enjoy the final cut rather than the process of getting there. And I imagine the director is the first person on set and the last to leave. Totally true. And on a different note, the person I would love to sit down and chat with at dinner would most definitely be Kurt Russell. 
He, yeah. he thinks he'd have great stories, which I totally agree. He, he, he'd be on the short list for me too. And his last thought is he saw The Northman and he said it was really good. And this is the movie I was referring to in relation to the director interview that I was listening to, the Robert Eggers, who, who directed The Witch and some of my other favorite movies. Oh, but right. mm-hmm. I'm actually, yeah. it's funny, Jake, I, I'm so jealous that you saw it. I was, I was going to see it before we left, but it was really hectic. We just didn't have time. And then when we were down uh, in the Bay Area, there was a theater not that far from us and, and it was playing The Northman. I'm like, let's try to go see it when we're here. But of course, not enough time. We, you know, we're only gone about a week we come back up here and it's already out of the theater. So it's not even here now. So I'm, I'm really bummed that I, I was hoping we could see it this weekend, uh, but hopefully it'll be on, I don't know, some platform and we'll just watch it at home. But yeah, thanks for writing in Jake. I always enjoy your, your notes. You have a lot of really great perspective, especially on the film stuff. So keep them coming. Please do. Yeah. Chase, Jake, um, and everybody who emails us, I mean, we, we get we don't always put this on the show but like we we get nice emails from people mm-hmm. all the time saying hey i really like your show and we kind of go like oh that's cool <laughs> but like we're not like gonna read all of those no. because it sounds a little self-congratulatory it right? does it does but but um you know we we know that we're we're a small yet proud village <laughs> of a show and and you know we're we're gonna keep doing it as long as people want to keep listening to it um this is heather and i's you know one one of the best hours of our week it really so, is thanks, it's a labor of love. thanks to everybody yeah very much so um you know i mean sure there's work involved but this is this is you know it's work fun, can work. Be fun yeah exactly this is, yeah it's about as fun as it gets and and this is also you know we're friends and we don't see each other in person like ever it's a great so, way to catch uh, up too we're, we're a couple of uh, lucky yeah. gals sarah lane you and me we a couple really are of little yeah. lucky gals yeah. no, no to all if you miss somebody start a podcast with them, um, and then you'll see them every week exactly exactly <laughs> or more depending on how you want to structure the show but listen we're we're gonna go ahead and bounce out of here episode 147 of have such a good day Ooh is in Le Can. <laughs> and and uh and we'll be doing it all again next week but until then we hope you all have the best best week and i will remain sarah and i will remain heather have such a good day Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.